You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 396, on the fourth hand. Welcome to episode 396 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Easter Egg Lad. Oh? Yes. It's not Easter. No, I know, right? Okay. How how incongruous. How <laughs> untimely. What are you doing over there in well, Canada? here's what happened. This morning, Ella and I were, were catching up on, on the show The Goldbergs. Okay. And... Um, how and, timely. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Um, again, again, not, not timely at all. And so, so we're watching um, the, the, the episode called Space Camp, and it's all about how he, you know, basically was trying to get his father to send him to Space Camp. And, um, and it actually, like there, there is yeah. a tie-in to, uh, in, in, to, uh, to the title of this episode as well. Ah. Um, but um, so he goes through the whole thing, you know, makes the movie, uh, convinces the dad to, uh, to, wants to convince the dad to show him, uh, send him to uh, um, space camp. And of course, the show's ridden, you know, riddled with, with little Easter eggs. But in this case, when he took out his airline ticket, it mm-hmm. was, of course, for Oceanic Airlines. Uh-huh. And, uh yeah yeah and so so i so i'm laughing about this and i was like what what i don't get it and it's yeah it's kind of hard to explain <laughs> yeah you explain that to ella i'm gonna yeah. be over here with some popcorn i'll watch this <laughs> i'm not explaining so, so so this was the easter egg but the thing that ties into it is at one point he did this bit where he where he was talking to uh, a, an alien, and it was his grandfather wearing this alien costume, and it's George Siegel, and uh, and he's got this, uh, and it's got the the four arms on it, and he's sitting there with a martini, and he's drinking the martini, and Ella sees the other arms moving, and she's like, "How did they do that?" And then I I you know rewound it and showed her the uh, the the strings between the his real arms and the fake arms and how that's what ah. made them go along so so yes this is my my little easter egg thing <laughs> it's funny oh <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad lost is over and i'm still a little butthurt about it to be honest a little bit yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. such good promise and then <laughs> yeah it all went down Hell in a Smoke Monster. So, uh, <laughs> and tonight I am Darren Noel, and tonight I am taking summer off, kid. Not from the show. Don't panic. No, no. I am not going to school over the summer. I've decided to reclaim part of my life. Nice. So, that is what I am doing. So, yeah. Good to give yourself a break. Yeah, a, a big one. Uh, I think it's going to be a big break. When you take four classes and they're exactly the same as what you learned in your bachelor's degree, you wonder where the value is. Yep. You know? And uh, I'm beginning to really wonder what the value is in that. When I could be applying myself to other areas of my life, which have been sorely lacking since I started school a while ago. So, uh, yeah. We're doing a little soul searching right now. Yeah. And I've discovered I don't have one. I don't know where I put it. It's bound to be it somewhere. somewhere. It's going to be somewhere. I lost it somewhere along the way, I'm sure. <laughs> so what are we doing tonight, Polly? Well, we're going to get to this issue, but first, 
we of should course. we should acknowledge the passing of a great talent. Mm. Uh, Darwin Cook passed away this weekend uh, at the age of fifty three of um, of cancer. Fuck cancer. Yeah. And uh, he had a, apparently a very aggressive form of cancer, and they and on Friday, uh, they had uh, uh, his family had um, posted to his blog that that they had that he had entered palliative care, and by the next day he was gone, mm-hmm. and uh, very sad because you know, and if you if you're a comic book fan and you've got friends on Facebook that are comic book fans, this is not a surprise to you. You have heard this, and you've heard this a lot. Why? Because he was a huge talent, just a massive talent. You know, you know. If all he had done was New Frontier, mm-hmm. you would still be this, this guy's a massive talent. You know, he he took the uh, he took the Justice League, put them in the era in which they were created, and told this this huge story. It's been adapted. You know, it, it's it's been adapted into the. Um, uh, the uh, the one it was the second DC animated feature, uh-huh. um, and in in my humble opinion, among the best of the of of them because Darwin Cook was involved in the production of of that. So it was it was one of the few cases where the creator of the original work was was intimately involved involved in it because of course he used to be a storyboard artist on Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series uh, with with Bruce Timm. And uh, Bruce Timm directed the episode, and so Darwin was was very much involved in the whole look and feel of that thing, and and that's why that movie kicks so much ass. Mm -hmm. But in addition to all these things, he did did a a resurgence of the spirit. Uh, He and Jay Bone did that one, and and that was a lot of fun. And uh, because this is the thing, he made comics really fun. He had this really cool cartoon style that you could still tell serious stories with. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too cartoony. No, it, it, it wasn't it, like Sunday, you know, comic cartoony. Well, no, but but I mean, it was it was a you know, in comparison to the sort of the style of the day, mm-hmm. it, you know, the sort of house oh, styles yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, you it was know, definitely more Dick Tracy than it was oh, a uh, excellent, yeah, absolutely, you know, a Nancy or a Kathy or a Ziggy. So, you know. good point, good point. Yeah, so you know, he so he had that, and and then of course he um, over the last number of years he had been working on uh, adapting the Parker books, uh, Richard Stark's uh, books about Parker, uh, starting with the Hunter, and uh, and he had four of those that came out through IDW. All of which, if you love noir style crime stuff, you gotta read these. They're fantastic, and uh, and he had, you know, very much that, you know, a couple of pe- a couple of people in tributes to him, including uh, Dan Didio from uh, uh, from DC, and a couple of others mentioned this thing about how he was like a a Mickey Spillane character come to life. Mm. You know, he was very much in, you know, of, uh, you know, kind of a uh, uh, a product of a bygone time, and uh, he liked that time, and he kind of lived like it. And uh, anyway, uh, a huge loss uh, to the uh, the comics and and art world. You know, he was a sing, you know, a singular vision. Actually, Paul Levitz in his tribute to him uh, this weekend pointed out the fact that. You know, this guy had you know the creative vision. You know, he had that. Uh, he could be he could be doing these characters that everybody knows. You know, Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman. He could be doing all those characters and still have a personal stamp. 
that he was putting mm-hmm. on it. And and yet, you know, it, it, they were they were at once universal in in the way that we knew the characters, as well as being a very you know his 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 vision was was clear in that, and uh, and that's a pretty rare thing. And uh, anything worth worth paying tribute to. So uh, big bucket of win for Mr. Darwin Cook. Pour one out. Indeed. 2016 has just been a bitch, hasn't it? Seriously. I mean, seriously. Calm down. Yeah. Enough. Enough. Stop it. So, there you go. Yep. Balance of the world being thrown off. Someone's messing with time. Oh, dear God. I see a TARDIS. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) I'm getting in it. (laughs) Any other comic news besides that's, that? That's sad news. That's um, yeah. I wish I, I wish I had a, a more positive follow up, but um, uh, uh, I, well, I mean, Supergirl moved. Did we? Oh, about you that? know what? Yes, a bunch of TV stuff that happened over the Legion week. news. Oh yeah, there totally is. So so yeah, talk about the the Supergirl thing, and I've got another one to bring up here. Yeah, Supergirl's leaving CBS to go to the CW. I wonder if there will be more crossovers. Oh yeah, there will. You know, that's actually a really great thing because they had to do a lot of work and, and jump through a lot of hoops to make this other one work, even though the the, the show comes from the same production company in the same studio but there had to be all kind you know all kinds of approvals for for this and and uh now that said if it had remained on cbs i don't think that they would have had any any trouble in making that happen again because it was one of the highest rated episodes since the debut probably and um let's do it because it gave us money for our revenue for our ad revenue yeah yeah so you know i mean the the first episode did so well because Basically, they put Melissa Benoist's face on every flat surface that in existence mm-hmm. for for those few weeks leading up to uh, to to the show, and so understood that that, that that would happen. But what I what I what I like about this is it's a good move. It it, it brings all of the uh, all of those DC series under one roof. Which means that they can have that kind of flexibility to do that kind of thing, and that's not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing at all. Yeah. So. Um, Meanwhile, ABC also slaughtered a whole bunch of shows. Um, if you're watching anything good on ABC, it's pretty much over now. Um, <laughs> lots of the, like uh, I think, um, Galavant. Yep. Got gone. Canned. The new Marvel, um, the Agents of Shield spinoff with Mockingbird got canned. Yeah, before, before yeah, before on. the exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Greenlit, so. then redlit, and yeah. Agent Agent Carter also got yeah, the, Agent got the Carter boot. got canceled, but most likely because Haley Atwell has another series. Yeah, but they could have shot around that. That, that. that you know, I don't buy that yeah, as one they, of the they reasons. They could have. They yeah. could have. But um, this is just. Uh, if you're a Disney fan like me, not Legion related, uh, Disney came out with their quarter reports and they were not pretty. Mm. And that is what people are thinking is why all all the expensive shows. Uh, so even with can. even with all this mad cash that Civil War is bringing in. <sighs> yeah, I look at that and go, really? Well, they built um, Disney Shanghai in China. Ah, there you go. And if you've seen any of the footage of the Tron light cycle coaster mm-hmm. that they put out there. 
you know where the money went, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it went to that park, and unfortunately, the park's not generating revenue now. Mm-hmm. And they're building two more ships for the Disney Cruise Line. There's all kinds of stuff going on with that company, and they like to. Uh, in, in my impression, is they rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, to yeah. Make well, now, like any any company would. That's what happens when you're part of a big conglomerate. Is sometimes exactly. your shit gets cut because somebody else has a, a pet project. And and they cut Disney Infinity completely. Like they're not doing video games now. Yeah. They're outsourcing everything. So. Um, maybe that was because Star Wars didn't do so well on the video game platform, that battle game that they came yep. out with. Um, I don't know, but it's it's kind of interesting what's going on with that company and how they're reacting to it by maybe getting rid of some of the more genre-oriented material in order to fill it with something. I don't know what they're going to do. You know, I, I, didn't, I haven't really been paying attention to the upfronts yet. Um, I'm going to kind of wait until it all kind of falls out, but I, yeah, I, I think you're right. And I'm not sure what they're replacing all that stuff with. Cause I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to it. As I, yeah, say. I have no idea. Sitcoms, yeah. I guess, because they're cheap and easy or God well, maybe or reality TV. Please. Oh know. yeah. Hmm. So. Um, but Hey, here's one that NBC is going to be coming out with. Oh, what are they? What's the peacock doing? Powerless. Oh, it is the first situation comedy series set around the DC universe. Oh, so it was uh, the pilot was greenlit in uh, in August uh, last year and was ordered to series this past week. Uh-huh. Uh, it is basically a workplace comedy set at one of the worst insurance companies in America, with the twist being that it also takes place in the universe of DC Comics. Uh. The show is about the reality of working life for for normal, powerless people in a world full of superheroes vo- and villains. Gotcha. And uh, so it uh, stars Vanessa Hudgens of. Whatever Vanessa uh, Hudgens did, um, High School Musical fan. Well, she had, she's okay. She's one of the Disney girls. Okay. Yep. Um, she plays Emily Locke, a, an insurance claim adjuster who loves her job because she gets to help people. Uh, Danny Pudi from uh, from um, Communi- <laughs> Community. Ah. He's in it. Uh, Alan Tudyk from uh, from oh, well, Firefly. He won't make it past the pilot. <laughs> They're going to kill him right away. Right away. Ah, well, you know. Um, <laughs> as well as Christina Kirk, um, who I, I wasn't as familiar with, um, but she she appeared in uh, Melinda and Melinda, uh, the Woody Allen movie, and has been in a bunch of other things. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not as familiar with her. Ah. Um, anyway, so, so she's in it, um, and they're not going to get into, like, having you know, big superheroes appearing in it. You know, they'll maybe reference them. Yeah, they'll probably talk about them. Yeah, it'll be sort of a, oh, you know, Superman knocked down the such and such building. Uh, I guess we got to do the claims for that because, you know, he's always knocking down the buildings. Um, But Crimson... Act of of Batman? What? Yeah, exactly. But here's an interesting thing. Crimson Fox is set to appear in the pilot episode. Oh sweet! So they'll be on, so they. So they'll be going uh, more more deep tracks. uh, It seems characters that aren't licensed to anything else right now. Crimson Fox. Yeah, exactly, and uh, and so uh, it's an interesting concept, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of a neat. a neat twist on the workplace comedy. So we'll, we'll see how that works out for them. But uh, yeah, so they, they had, um, it has potential. It's, it's an interesting idea. So, you know, it's kind of the, the, the office meets, um, 
uh, yeah. heroes in a way, I guess. Or, or uh, uh, what was the uh, damage control kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, the damage control. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and the crimson fox picture they have uh, look looks kind of neat. So. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So I'll have to tapity tapity and find that. So. Exactly. Exactly. So so we'll see how that all that all works out. Um, I don't know of, of too many more. Um, I know that uh, they've talked about a couple of new characters being introduced uh, in Legends of Tomorrow. Ah. Um, Legends of the Superheroes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's a show, kids. And, um, you know, Flash is, con- is continuing to kick butt. Um, yep. Arrow's still getting darker. I didn't think it was possible, but still getting darker. Yeah, I I think they could. Uh, they need to lighten up a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Little yeah, bit. you know this uh, this whole Green Damian Dark thing. Batman is. I know Gotham's on another uh, network, but stop it. So. <laughs> that said, I'm, I'm I'm still enjoying it, but yeah, it's it, you know it's it's it, you know. Flash. If I don't watch it actually live, I watch it the same night. Like when I, like usually it's on a on a band practice night. So when I get home, I first thing I do is watch Flash. Yeah. And um, you know that that's that the, there are a few shows that have that pull for me. True. So um, and it's anyway. so happy compared to Arrow, so dark. Well, that's and that's it. That's it. So yeah. You know. Hey. Just a preference thing. I guess they're, they're they're also trying to kind of bridge tone, you know, like like here, True. you know, here's something for you, here's something for you, here's something for you, and uh, rather than make it kind of like the same tone, all you know? the same note. Yeah, yeah, well, I would agree with that. Which makes sense. But Zack but, Snyder should follow that in his next movie. Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's next movie should be um, uh, um, Batman versus the Refrigerator. I was thinking more of a. <laughs> It's not film starring himself, but that, oh, but that would but that would be mean. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, he's, and, and anyway, and, and he and he wouldn't like it as much because you know he didn't get prison raped. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh-huh. um, yeah, class. All right, very so classy. very classy. <laughs> so wrong, so wrong. All so- right. Very, very wrong. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you know what? I got to tell my kid that uh, that her two favorite shows, Supergirl and the aforementioned The Goldbergs, uh, are both renewed. So she's a happy camper. Oh, okay. Because well, the uh, the idea of having to tell her that Supergirl wasn't going to come back, I was not relishing that. Yeah, that's problematic. Because <laughs> man, she loves that show. <laughs> I remember the first time I had a show canceled on me. Mm-hmm. And it was Wonder Woman. There you go. And it was hard. I was like, where's Wonder Woman? Because back then... You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't get it. Unless someone picked up a TV guide in my family, they never picked up a TV guide. Yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't know. I was like, I was watching Wonder Woman like three months ago. It was summer, and they, they had the Olympics or something, or whatever it was, and it went off. And now... now there's this other show. It I isn't Wonder like Woman. This. Yeah, no, it wasn't Wonder Woman. It was very sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think they canceled Wonder Woman and Incredible Hulk at the same time. So you lost you lost like all your superhero shows in one fell swoop because that was it back then, <laughs> except for cartoons in the morning. So on Saturday, it was very sad. Well, yeah, and, and you know, and, it, and it's because you you know you don't know sort of what the. Um... 
Well, you know, you don't know the reasons. Back then, you know, media wasn't as pervasive as it was. They were talking about how yeah, who was divorcing who on the uh, the celebrity gossip shows. They didn't care about who was being renewed or not. So yeah, and 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 it yeah, it was kind of a whole a whole different thing. So yeah, so that ran November seventh or November nineteen seventy five through to the last episode was uh, in September of nineteen seventy nine. Okay, so yeah. And um, I think Hulk started in 78. It may have. But um, I forget what the other show was that got cancelled. Maybe it was Dukes of Hazard. I don't know. Although that might have lived on for a long time. I can see I, where I, Dukes of Hazard uh, for a, for a, a Georgia for, boy would be a, a thing. Georgia boy. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of that hero thing, because you're out running the corrupt lawman. <laughs> the government. <laughs> It was a very thinly veiled <laughs> war of northern aggression homily. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so Hulk, the Hulk started in 78, ran five seasons, 82 episodes, and then, of course, had a whole bunch of follow-up TV movies yeah. that... Uh, were just the- awfully good. <laughs> awfully good way. The, the, oh, costuming the, alone was awfully good. <laughs> that that you know, to, to their credit, so yeah, ran um, you know through through eighty three, um, and I seem to recall like yeah, like the 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 movies you know they ran through to like, like I think Bixby died in the early nineties. Uh, early nineties, yeah, or, like so, uh, something like that, yeah, yeah. So I think the last one was the uh, Revenge of the Incredible Hulk, uh, and that was nineteen ninety. Or no, was, maybe that was the one that they didn't get to make. Yeah, Death of the Incredible uh, Hulk in nineteen ninety, and they were going, they, but they were they were planning a follow up, and then <laughs> then of course Bixby died. You know, he's dead, but we're following it up. No, um, not, not anymore. You're not. Stop yeah, it. Stop yeah, yeah. Um, but but just a couple of things to think about in the trial of the Incredible Hulk. Ah, of course we had Daredevil. Of course we did. Played by Rex Smith. Oh, another guy who passed away, quote unquote, mysterious circumstances. Really? In, in the '90s, yeah, he had HIV. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was one of those early um, AIDS victims, I believe. No. I could be wrong, but no, I'm no, dude, he's he's still that. alive. You're thinking of a different dude, Rex Smith. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? He's alive? 60 years old. Holy crap. I am thinking about it. No, I'm thinking about Dak Rambo. Holy crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look a lot alike. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, have you been into the cough syrup? No, but I might be later. Um, yeah, he died in a, uh, March 21st, 94. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, sorry that. About that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Retraction, retraction. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. But but. Do you know I, who played the kingpin? Where has Rex Smith been oh. all this time? I don't know. He's like been nowhere. Anyway, he was on Solid Gold. That was some good entertainment. Well, and see, there's the thing. He probably uh, probably made some 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 coin in that. Um. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, he's worked here and there. You know, he's done some. You know, done the music thing and. Um, and movie-wise, he's had the odd thing, but not a lot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he maybe he was smart with his money in the first place. Oh, sir, I doubt that. Well, I don't know. Just because I'm a doubtful person. 
it's enough. nothing about him. It's about me. Fair enough. But but here's the important <laughs> part. Here's the important part. Do you yeah. know who played the kingpin in that movie? The kingpin in that movie? Yeah. Was that uh, the guy who played Boss Hawk in Dukes of Hazard? Which would have been awesome. I know, right? Sorrel, Sorrel Brook. Yeah, but no, it was John Reese davies Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I could see that. And if, he was he was off the um, Indiana Jones movies at the time, so that's right. People knew who he was, kind of, sort of. Totally, totally, because this would have been this. The, this was the same year that uh, Last Crusade came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, there was one with Hulk. Um, there was a Hulk and Cap, wasn't? Or there? sorry, one with Hulk, one with Thor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there was a Hulk movie with Hulk in it. <laughs> oh my. That I feel so horrible for thinking that. Poor Rex Smith. Will he ever maybe, win? Maybe I read an article somewhere that had his name in there by accident because he had dropped off the face of the planet and someone started a horrible rumor about him. Oh my god, I feel horrible. It's all good, brother. It's all good. Uh, I know he doesn't listen to the show. Come on, we've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, Rex, we're going to get an angry email from Rex Smith. <laughs> no, his people. <laughs> Which will be Rex Smith. Because <laughs> that's his, Oh, but he... Oh, what? Is he going to do a Trump and pretend that he's his people? <laughs> yeah, it would be hilarious. <laughs> I wouldn't have any idea what he sounded like now. So he could easily do that. He could easily fool you, could he? Send all your hate mail to <laughs> at Kramer at LOSP. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not in the cough syrup. I'm just... I've just had a weird couple of weeks. It's all. I think I'm just... You know, derezzing a little bit in the in the Tron reality. I'm just enjoying my offline time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the? Uh, yeah, let's the- do this. All right. Beautiful cover. Beautiful cover. Indeed. So yeah, Ken Stay uh, Ken Stacy again. Um, an interesting difference. Yeah, totally different style. Totally different style. Totally, you know, he's he's kind of doing a looks like a charcoal kind of thing he's doing, um, and uh, so sort of sort of a contrast to the fully painted stuff before. Um, so yeah, pretty neat. I do like how he's got the two duo damsels talking to each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I do like that. You know, all the conspirators are on this cover. There's your first clue. Well, absolutely, which is kind of a neat... Well, uh, your first clue here. Yes. Well, how did Bouncing Boy rate a cover when there's no backup story about him? Because that's usually when he... Yeah, yeah, but he does show up, at least. He does show up in here, yes. Yes, he does. Yeah, so so we start off with um, an oath being taken. And um, saying, we shall do as we've sworn, even if the Legion itself is destroyed in the process. And uh, the hands are fairly recognizable. Well, some of them. Yeah, three of them. Yes. So ob- it's obviously Monel. It's obviously Shady. It's obviously Brainy. And we haven't seen the other one. No, at, it's not at, Shady. At first. That's not Shady. What? That's not Shady. Huh. One of them is Monel. One of them's Brainiac Five. The other two, we don't know who they are yet. But the, oh, you know what? I was one like, of them I... will be easy to. You're right. You're right. No, sorry. I was just looking at the. Uh, I, I think the it was the, the bracelet led me there. Yeah. I, I think that was the red herring here. Mm, okay. 
because Monel's involved, you go, oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you kind of assume that. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I think it was the the bracelet led me there. All right, so um, yeah, they say uh, we they basically say that we they regret they haven't had an opportunity to meet since first swearing their oath, and now it's time to to talk about uh, progress. And he said, uh, needless to say, I have not been occupied precisely as Polar Boy has thought. Uh-huh. And um, so he says uh, that he's made considerable progress on the plan. And they say the the, equip- the equipment isn't functional yet, is it? And he says, far from it, I'm afraid, but it will be. Strange how love and hate unite us. They'll both be fulfilled. Mm. And so we definitely know from the shadows here, it's another man and two women. And we know from the red puppy sleeve, it's Monel. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Um, so Polar Boy's uh, at the Mission Monitor board, uh, where he seems to spend a lot of his time. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. And um, and he says that only Chameleon Boy is off the board, and that's his little mission. Yeah, he elected for himself as head of the espionage squad, and he thinks, maybe I can get that rule revised. Um, so a little little con- control freak tendency coming over him here. A little micromanagement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he says, anyway, Don Star will find him soon enough. But even at full strength, we're not what we once. And then um, uh, Com- Computo has told tell us that uh, that Polar Boy wants him, and he says, I need you to use your telepathic powers with great discretion. And he says, what's the problem? He says, I'm not sure, but something fishy. Go- There's something's fishy going on around here lately, which <laughs> which is rude. And- <laughs> oh my God, PC police. Yeah, and, uh, and Telus totally calls him out on it, and um, and he says, yeah, it's something that uh, sus- suspicious is going on. Um, well, that makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Rub salt in that one. Oh man. Uh, so we we Telus, he gets a lot of shit. Exactly. So we head over to Rimbor. Uh, recent reports indicate significant increase in major criminal activity on this world. Officers are cautioned not to bring advanced equipment into the sector without adequate security. <laughs> and here's Paul, uh, Chameleon Boy doing his best, Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, he's he says he's taking care of what he needs to take care of in this form, and he says, and since this body can be traced back to my arrival at the starport on Rimbor, it might help someone, it might help someone figure out I'm, I'm Chameleon Boy, and that's a risk not worth taking. Um, so he comes over to a club. He's going by the name Mose, uh-huh. and um, there's a guy getting kicked out of the bar, and he says the Venturan didn't know who he was insulting. He didn't mean to start a fight. My humble establishment values your presence, and um, and this guy Shraw, big dude, big wraparound glasses. Yeah. Um, he says uh, he says you could have set up that whole fight, but hey, I won, didn't I? He says thanks to a hand from Refedge here, and uh, Refedge says says hate to see humans being pompous uh, to their betters. And he says besides, it took me the whole night and five identities to get you into fight, my slimy new friend. <laughs> um. He says, I owe you, Refedge. You can ask any sentient on Rimbor. I make good on my debts. And he's like, okay, I'm listening. And so he brings up Starfinger. And uh, he says, you heard of him? And he says, sure, dangerous rep. But then the Hollow News said the Legion got him. He says, don't believe the media. Uh, Don't believe the media, Browse. They report what Starfinger wants him to. He's back in business, and the SPs don't even know it. Takes all they can do to slit the seams on their suits. Anyway, I'm on his team. And uh, he says, arrangements, he calls it. I take, we take care of things for him. Want in, Refedge? 
I, he says, and I have to be crazy to turn you down, right? Mm. So we go to the Metropolis shore, and uh, Shady and uh, and uh, Tinya are out on on uh, sort of a float, um, just basically catching some sun. And um, while the boys do the work, well, yeah, and, and <laughs> well, and or splash around. Um, and you say, well, EarthGov, EarthGov did have that channel scheduled for dredging. <laughs> and uh, and this is way more fun than having machines do it. And so they're basically pulling up boulders and uh, and frying them with flash vision. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he says, let me see if Monel has... And they say, are you almost done? And he says, nope. Let me see if Monel has more to do underwater first. Um, and so uh, Sh- Shady says, Ultra Boy is so even-tempered. Wish I could see Monel smile like that again. Just, mm. just give it time, Shady, and um, you know they continue. Uh, they continue zapping stuff. Hey, there's a house ad for the Wanderers series from Doug Munch, Dave Hoover, and Rob Capanella, showing uh, Quantum Queen and Reanimage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Back to <laughs> it. The the guys land on the boat and. Um, Say hey, you feeling neglected? And they they say, and Monel says it feels better when I'm in 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 action. And, oh, I bet it does. Yeah, yes. yeah. And um, and she says you have to stop eventually. He says maybe I do, but I'm not ready yet. There's still some things I have to take care of. And uh, she tells him that he's scaring her, and he says, you know, you're the strong one, Shady. I'm carrying around grudges and neuroses for a thousand years, and one of them I've got a chance to do something about. Tell Polar Boy I'll sign in when I get to back to Earth, whenever that is. And off he, off he goes. Oh, jeez. She is dating emo boy, doodah, doodah. Yeah, oh, yeah. you see this, you go, no wonder she broke up with him. You know, yeah. The various other versions of the Legion, when he's just like, whatever. Mopel, yeah. And Mopel. Um, <laughs> so um, Tinia asks if, if uh, Joe's going with him. Uh, Joe says, I don't even know where he's going. <laughs> Shocking. Um and uh, hey, 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 <laughs> hey now. Um and Shady says no, and I'm afraid to guess. And they say, Well, it's bizarre that you and Joe both don't know what's going on. Monel hasn't been that secret about anything since the day he got out of the Phantom Zone. So she asks Shady what's the matter, and she says, It's only it's not only him, Tinya, it's all of us. Can't you feel something wrong when you walk into into headquarters? Mm, intuition. Yeah. Warriors intuition. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, Joe thinks she's exaggerating. And then he says, hey, pl- uh, playtime's Please. over. Yeah. And uh, Polar Boy says, I wonder how surprised you'll be when only three of us come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so then we're back at Legion Academy on Old Montauk Point. And Atmos is showing off to Bouncing Boy and Duo Damsel. And he still has no armpits. Have you not seen enough, Bouncing Boy? Seen plenty. And he says, you do the energy hoops very impressively, Atmos, but Duo Damsel and I need to take a thorough inventory of your abilities. You know, if you want our recommendation for Legion membership. And he goes, bah, that is as unnecessary as these simple simple examinations. It is my destiny to join the Legion, and all this is but procrastination and delay. I prefer to think of it as logical procedure, says uh, Bouncing Boy. He says, why will they not simply admit me? And they say, because there's more to be a legionnaire, being a legionnaire than having superpowers. Personality, intelligence, teamwork. Go to the next demonstration, Atmos. And, um, whoa, that swirliness on, 
Yeah. That ain't that ain't that ain't working for me. Well, I'm doing damsel's this outfit. This is the only time that look appears, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, you know, I think I I didn't actually address the uh, the credits on this one. And, oh. Um, and well, I, and credit I should... where credit is due. Indeed, sir. indeed. Brought to us by Paul Levitt's writer, Greg LaRoque, and Pat Broderick, pencilers. So that's interesting. Um, and Mike DiCarlo doing the inks. John, no Arnie Starr this time. Ah. Uh, John Costanza, letterer, Carl Gafford, colorist, and Karen Berger, editor. All right. So, um, yeah, like this next page is clearly a, a Broderick thing. Like I yeah. think a lot of the uh, the the stuff on Rimbor is him. Um, yeah, the the sci-fi stuff is definitely him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so. She, uh, she, so he says, what do you think, dear? And she says, what fun it is to see Dreamgirl caught in her own flirtatious web. And he says, I meant about Atmos. And she says, so did I. Uh, seriously. And she says, he's obviously much more powerful than either of us were as Legionnaires, Chuck. But he's more arrogant than Wildfire. Does the Legion need that? Yeah, that's a very good point. So they say, um, Atmos, you can stop now. And he says, finally. And they say, if you want to come to the Academy, you're on. But you're not ready to be a Legionnaire. And he says, you dare? You overinflated windbag. And he zams uh, Chuck uh, into the water. I would like to point out the third panel on this page. If you look at the bottom right, you will see a weird flash from Duo Damsel's wrist. Oh. As the sun catches her bracelet. Oh, of course. It's a glove. It's a gl- purple glove. That's why. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that is a neat catch. You notice that her hand is hidden in the other panels that she's in. Totally. Wow. Um, That's why the clues were there all along. Yes, yes. What a neat little little reveal. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, So we go back above Rimbor. Uh, where the guy's telling him basically, Star- Starfinger needs good sentience. Ones, ones who know how to t- how to make a sharp credit. The whole team from arrangements is from arrangements is here to transfer some funds Starfinger had stashed here. But Treasury blew it because uh, with Starfinger supposedly dead, the locals won't let the credits off world. He says, so shall we take the funds? And he says, be subtle, Refedge. This is arrangements, not enforcement. Starfinger expects us to do things quietly. Which includes not discussing policy with a recruit, Shra. Uh, sorry, Ranger. Accept it. Now, recruit. We shall see if you can earn your place. Mm. And uh, so, Rimbor at dawn. Target indicated. Approach pattern initiated. And um, so, basically, we see a whole team going in. And, uh, and, and Chameleon Boy is thinking, my infiltration is only one planetary rotation old, and already I may have to choose between its success and innocent lives. Charming. Mm. Perhaps there's a reason I don't do this more often. And uh, so they open up the outer wall. Kaboom! And um, uh, there's an eek, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's basically... It's just a kaboom. It's not a... It's it doesn't not... count, yeah. Hold on, we're getting one later. Yeah, we got one. We got one coming. All right. Yay. All right. Um, hands off that single or signal, or is that what you were calling? And there's a, a bunch of back and forth with, with zapping and kazapping and and all this stuff. And so they basically get the guy, and he goes, "There's they're like," and he says, "What are you doing in my home, you bandits?" 
Uh, and they say, on the contrary, sir, you are the one taking that which does not belong to you. Starfinger desires transmittal of those credits held by your bank. A transfer your bank will now arrange swiftly while we hold you as collateral. Well, we missed the Cthum. Oh, there's a Cthum. Yeah, have a have a drink, everybody. Yes, yes. I need another one. God knows. <coughs> um, Cthum. So yes, hold of the bank. Have them release the uh, the account uh, fast. There's no reason to interrupt my disguise. There are no lives at stake here, and uh, and, and certainly no innocence present, says uh, Chameleon Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, is this count that as one lucky break? Yeah. The SPs get there, and uh, they're taking a look. And actually, can, can you continue? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, on the road state, uh, the SPs have shown up, and the lady is telling the SPs, I'm telling you, Officer Sarah, it was an accident. Part of our power unit overloaded somehow. It's not a science police matter. Uh-huh. Next, you'll tell me it was a space dragon. I thought your front lawn was a nice place to land. Officer, if we must invoke the Rimbor law of privacy... No, no, ma'am. If you don't mind getting burned out of your home, it's entirely your business under the privacy law or otherwise. Then if you and your partner will leave, our pleasure. And the SP is thinking, but if I ever find a way to prove your family bank's been laundering money for criminals, even Rimbor's screwy laws of privacy won't protect you. Not when I can make it UP jurisdiction. Oh, a smart SP officer. There you go. Wow. And then above Rimbor. Oh, wait, but wait. How sad? Crimson Avenger. Oh, this well, was a this was a four issue series uh, written by Roy and Dan Thomas with art by Greg Brooks, um, and w- was quite good from what I remember of it, because you know, because you know, <laughs> Roy, Roy, Roy Thomas loved that stuff, and okay. uh, and so it was neat to sort of see that uh, the, the, those sort of early days, you know, heroes fighting Nazis kind of stuff, and if you ever liked his stuff in All Star Squadron, you would enjoy this. Yeah, I think you would. I think you would. So high above Rimbor, we've got Dawnstar flying around. Clearly drawn by Pat Broderick. Yeah. Yeah. There's Rimbor in our rendezvous coordinates, but where's... Oh, never mind. Phantom Girl here. Dawnstar with Shadowlass and Ultra Boy. Thank you for joining me so swiftly, Legionnaires. Oh, don't thank us, Donnie. Polar Boy sent us. Actually, I owe you one, Donnie. This is my first excuse to visit my homeworld in a long time. You shall certainly see the service of Rimbor, Ultra Boy, for that is exactly where my search for Chameleon Boy leads. And Ultra Boy says, huh? Cam signed, him out f- Cam signed himself out for detached duty as head of the espionage squad. Polar Boy has no right to send you or us after him. Uh, maybe Cam needs some help, Joe. We don't have to drag him in back in chains, you know. I guess so, but I've been a part of Cam's espionage squad since it was formed, so trust me, okay? Always, Tinya. And Shady says, lead us down, Donnie, but remember to find us a, a starport for the cruiser. You're the only one who can land wherever she wants. And we go on back to the LSH headquarters, and Sunboy and Colossal Boy are in the gym. And Sunboy is playing, uh, looks like a moops ball. Yeah. With a ball and a moop. Um, That's a moop, all right. <laughs> it's a moop. And Colossal Boy's um, doing his leg lifts, still trying to get those graphs to pull like the real thing, huh, Colossal Boy? Don't worry, Gimmel used high grade filament. You'll be on your feet again eventually. You're too comforting, Sunboy. Gotta run, taking a beauty to the stars tonight. Poor old merry man. Well, I would say Sunboy has gotten over the heartbreak of Laurel Kent being Indeed. a man hunter. Indeed, yes, we won't be speaking of that again. No, no we won't. They, they, they clearly won't. You know, it's no. like that happened. 
Uh, it happened. Moving on. And we're moving on. Uh, good night. I have a few more exercises to finish just before I head home. Ugh! And Polaroid comes in. Keeping at it, CB? You got nerves of steel. No filament, unfortunately, at least in my knee. But it's the only way to get back in shape for active duty, right? If you say so, and Polarboy helps him um, over to his chair. It's like, thanks for the hand, Polarboy. Just over to my hover chair, please. And I'll be fine. Any word from Chameleon Boy, by the way? No, and I'm getting madder about it all the time. I know he's within his authority, but it doesn't make it any easier for the rest of us. Especially me. This whole business of being leader is a lot tougher than I thought. Yes, it is, Charlie Brown. Yes, it is. Uh, I never tried it myself, but I've learned lately not to take anything for granted. Not even standing. Ah! Oh! And he had attempted to stand up, and he fell back over again onto no. his chair. Another wander, the, another wanderer's ad. I don't uh, have the ads. Yeah. It's so sad. Uh, anyway. This one, they're just basically kind of like mug shots and, uh, um, you know, well, standing forward in a profile. Yeah. And yeah. the wanderers returned, reborn to solve the final mystery. Who killed them? And uh, this one shows Dardalon and Psyche. Ah, well, there you go. With powers and abilities and a bit, little quick profile. Far beyond those of normal spacefaring characters. I exactly. Guess. And, um, I, and I never realized at this point that they, they hadn't really appeared much. You know, uh, no, the, they hadn't. They kind of had that sto- their, their main story, and then they showed up uh, as... In Great Darkness Saga, it, and a couple of times in backgrounds of big Legion events. Exactly. Like the Heroes of Lalor, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, anyway. And so we're back on Rimbor, and uh, we have a pimp with his space hoe. <laughs> um, told you this was a good planet to work. Lots of places the SPs wouldn't set foot in, and that means lots of fun. And she seems quite happy with that. Uh, the Rimbor Privacy Laws. Unlike the rest of the UP's Uniform Privacy Acts, Rimbor's laws provide broad protection against interference or investigation by the science police or other authorities, resulting in a planet with an unusually high level of lawlessness. UP Legal Doctrines 2988 Edition. And we see all these guys. One looks like um, a drunk Aquaman. One looks like a very horny Adam Strange. Yes, yes. And then, you know, various and sundry other uh, things are going on in the area. And Phantom Girl sticks her head in and goes, yuck. And then she um, peers her breasts into the room. Excuse me, I'm just passing through. Eek! And this girl spills her drink. Um, not, No point going all the way through this wall. I'd probably need disinfectant. Cam wouldn't stay around here, which means I can turn material again and rejoin the others. <laughs> and they're like, uh, was Cam there? I don't think so. It was pretty disgusting. If Cam was in that building, it would have been in a disguise I couldn't spot, and he wouldn't have stayed long. This area has a bad reputation. I shudder to think what must go on for it to stand out on Rimbor. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Donnie, can you track Cam further? I'm not sure. He was here. I can tell that much. But Durlins are hard to track as they change forms. It is faint, but I feel something leading me away from the slum. I shall try. Follow me. Whoosh! Away she goes. Oh, there are beautiful lands on your world, Ultra Boy. Thanks, Dawnstar. But I never saw much of this section myself. Outside the puffies hopping around, this is a state country. Only the rich are welcome here. And we see these basically tribbles with legs uh, roaming around and hiding in these um, little... They look like coral above the ground caverns, I guess. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Chameleon Boy assumed the guise of a wealthy man, then? Well, since we don't know his mi- what his mission is, who knows? Look, there's a star cruiser ahead. There's no spaceport on this whole subcontinent. Well, that's then it's suspicious enough to be connected to Chameleon Boy's investigation. Wait here, I'll go in. 
It'd be nice if I could be invisible as well as intangible at times like this, but we all have to work within our limits. Huh, someone's being dumped out. You were wise to make the transfer rapidly, Faro. And that was the guy who was robbed earlier. Starfinger is pleased to accept his credits and grants you a gift in return. Your life. Yikes! And he gets wumpity, 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 wumpity. Um, onto the ground. Inside. Oops. Spotted. Or no. That signal with his ring finger means it's Cam warning me off. Whatever you say, pal. The only question now is how do I convince the others to leave? The Star Cruiser looked innocent enough and no sign of Cam on board. Then let us search the vicinity, for I was positive I sensed him nearby. Uh-oh. We're going to have a problem with this, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Back at Legion headquarters. Hello, Telus. It's Saturn Girl speaking. I haven't seen much of you since we escorted Universal to Labyrinth. I have been well, Saturn Girl, and practicing my telepathic powers. How are your spawn? <laughs> and uh, basically, Block and Timberwolf and Magnetic Kid are playing uh, Frisbee or Boomerang around the block, which is really amusing. The term is children, tell us, and they're fine. Though I must admit they make more trouble than even Block and Timberwolf combined. <laughs> Your telepathy, it's gotten much clearer. Thank you. I've been performing the exercises you suggested. Okay. With Great Mother Ocean's blessing and your help, it makes life here much less lonely with another telepath to attune with. Thanks, I suppose. Bye. F farewell? I, I do not believe what I just glimpsed in Saturn Girl's mind. And he uh, lands on the chair, plop, crack, and falls over. There is a conspiracy within the Legion. One of our four, or one of our founders is a part of it. Well, then we know who one of the women. That's right. Was. Yeah. Hey, tell us what's the matter. How come you took a flop, Timberwolf, my friend? You would not wish to know. Next conspiracy theory. Yeah. So as I say, I, I, you know, now thinking back, it's like I did remember that it wasn't that Shady wasn't officially a part of it, but yeah, yeah, it was easy to sort of feel that way. It's that bracelet yeah. thing that she always wore for at least a very long time of her career and uh, Dude uh, and never worn a bracelet so it's like oh except for this time except and yeah this in, in this time, in this yes. outfit that, that we'll never see that again we'll never see again <laughs> yep just so they could have the red herring that's neat uh-huh and yep. of course the the purple glove so that we would see the different tinted hand uh -huh. and um very interesting um well, the hand's not blue in the first page, so that that was the giveaway that it wasn't shady. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's bluish looking, but it's you know, yeah. If you be if you were to have to pick a character that it would be true, true, um, it would be either her I or would say, oh, miscolored shady. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or yeah, totally. That's that's it. Or uh, what's it? Um, um, Celsius from the Doom Patrol. Uh, <laughs> oh, you are my husband. Oh, what? God. What? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Calm down. It's okay. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, so there we go. <laughs> Stuff going on, and we still don't have much detail as to what it is. And it's interesting because I think that, um, you know, the way the way Polar Boy is is going, it's like he thinks that the the cam is part of it, and uh -huh. you know that his suspicions over that, and uh, and it turns out couldn't he couldn't be more wrong. I would agree with that. And we're gonna, but we're going to see, um, you know, Cam's mission come to sort of uh, come to a head while this is all going on as well. So, mm -hmm. lots going on, folks. Lots, lots of doing, lots of doing. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, kind of a, a solid setup, and and like you say, it's neat how they really like to show off like little clues. Yep. And you know, because I, I don't think I would have noticed that. Well, I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but that's sort of a neat um, and easier in hindsight, of course. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't see it until after the fact. I'm sure the yeah. first time around. But it's neat that they used to, you know, because the the way it goes now, often, you know, these things the way that, the way they're planned, not everyone might know, and uh, and so yeah. the you know having the having everybody involved in it in in showing off the clues, you know, having Laroc draw that little that little bit, and uh, and having that sort of show, um, so that there can be sort of a hey, what's going on there. And uh, and and that kind of leads you into it um, is neat. Although I will note that the sleeve seems a little darker than the hand, and so I don't know. Mm. Um, you know, there was there was definitely a, they were definitely going for the red herring there. Oh yeah, totally. And uh, and then it, later in the issue when when uh, Shady starts saying she doesn't know what's going on, what's up with Monel, it's like wait a second, what? But yeah. So kind of a neat, uh, a neat little turnaround on that, and uh, and definitely trying to play with us so that we don't realize who's in it. We get uh, Saturn Girl outed toward the end there, and uh-huh. um, <laughs> and so uh, so yes, lots going on. All right, uh, anything else to say about this? I don't think so. All right, let's wrap this up then. Comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page, which is found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to figure out who's behind all this (laughs) when we return next week. New Frontier!